Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Show. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. Today we are going to talk about something that I feel like every couple years we talk about this and it's hospitals acquiring practices and now it's private equity acquiring practices and what the heck are you supposed to do or should you do anything? Yeah, I mean, I can think of off the top of my head in otolaryngology, ophthalmology, um, gastro practice that we work with and they've all either uh, pulmonary is another one they've all either been uh recently purchased or are going through the uh process of being acquired and it just seems like as of right now um it's happening more and more it just seems like we're in that part of kind of the cycle yeah i mean we had that big clinic um big practice orthopedic that we worked with in one market and they were losing their mind over the the last couple of years because one of the hospitals was moving in and the hospital group, because they, because this clinic, this practice decided not to sell, they just said, you know what, screw you, local practice. We're going to just employ a bunch of surgeons that are going to replace all of your on-call. And this is a constant thing that we're dealing with. Yeah. And if you're an independent practice, you know, when that uh, the hospital acquires your number one referral source, you can kind of be left high and dry because you know, can the hospital really say, well, don't refer to them anymore? I mean, not officially, but do they say that? Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and then you've got, well, I mean, even in the market we're in, you have the, there were two large orthopedic, orthopedic groups. One got acquired by a hospital. The hospital then decided they would open an outpatient orthopedic subspecialty hospital which now doesn't have to charge the fees and everything that go along with it as if you went to the regular hospital. And now not now you have one independent practice and one hospital-owned orthopedic practice going head-to-head, and the independent has to now compete with the hospital's dollars. So I want to be careful how we frame the conversation here because it's not like going with a hospital or private equity is a bad thing. Um, I mean, really, we, act, we actually work with some private equity groups that are in the process of, of doing this. And, you know, they, um, you know, they promise that you're going to be able to maintain your clinical autonomy and you don't have to worry about any of the headache in terms of staffing and training and uh, paying the bills. They'll just handle all of that stuff. And you get to focus on treating patients. And, you know, if, if you're a provider and you can kind of look at it and go, well, apples to apples, if I can just focus on treating patients and somebody else is going to do all the other BS that I don't want to do anyway, that sounds like a a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. And it's not always um, private equity. Sometimes I feel like it's groups that are merging together to become like super groups. And then they go out and get a little bit of funding to help them become a super group. And so then they have the economies of scale, you know, they, the private equity firm or whoever the funding partner is might hire a professional business person that comes in and helps them become more efficient. We've got an ENT that's dealing with all kinds of issues like getting their their um, 
the phone systems updated oh, yeah. or like migrating over to some new systems. And because the practice manager has just been barely able to keep her head above the water, having this new person come in, like it can be a little annoying, but it could actually actually like make you a more well-oiled machine so that you can focus on patient care. Yeah, and that's a great point. So yeah, they got um, purchased by private equity. They decided to go that route. And um, one of the changes that I've just kind of seen, you know, being in those strategy meetings and, and kind of shepherding this whole process through and, and making sure that, you know, we're delivering on all of the things that the practice needs to deliver on is that there's been a shift in the services that they focus on. So the PE group has come in and they said, everything you guys are doing over here, XYZ is great. But we want to focus on, in this example, it's allergy because we think that's low-hanging fruit with where you are and you don't do enough to market it. So have they had to change the way that the clinic operates? A little bit, um, but there's and, and there's somebody new to answer to. Um, but for the most part, they're able to do everything that they were doing and that they're passionate about and still provide that great patient care. But there is now someone saying, well, we also need some focus over here, guys. And so that, that's been kind of a unique challenge and opportunity because, uh, like you said, they are dealing with you know some issues in terms of staffing. So even if they wanted to ramp up this allergy side, they can't because they literally do not have people to answer the phone yet. That's a, that's a very good point. Today's episode is brought to you by Referral MD the leading centralized referral management platform for healthcare providers. As a cloud-based referral management solutions platform, ReferralMD helps you manage your referral process like you never thought possible. In fact, ReferralMD clients report an increase in referral conversion of 25% since switching to the platform and increases in operational efficiencies by 37% and a reduction in patient leakage by up to 65%. If those benefits sound good to you, and how could they not, we invite you to visit GetReferralMD.com slash DMT, that's D as in doctor, M as in marketing, T as in tips, to schedule a no-obligation tour of the ReferralMD software in action. Plus, as a thank you for being a listener of this podcast, you'll get 50% off, that's 50% off your implementation fee. All you have to do to get that 50% savings is visit GetReferralMD.com dot com slash dmt and now back to our show and i think you know it just depends on where you are from a business standpoint if it makes sense for you or not but the fact is we've got this landscape where hospitals are acquiring practices and making it very difficult to compete then you've got this landscape where it just makes sense to join with private equity or become part of a super group but then i think you've got an example of a of a practice up in kentucky that did the exact opposite and they left the hospital complete 180 from what we were just talking about yeah they were uh it's a group of some of the most well-known surgeons in the area and they decided you know what i don't want to be a part of the hospital group anymore i want to kind of control my own destiny and they they left um and they are thriving they're doing fantastic and they're able to make all of the business decisions themselves and kind of guide the practice and the patients in the exact way that they want to. It's kind of like a like a boutique almost kind of approach because they're very hands-on and um, they just were not able to implement some of the, the ways that they wanted to do post-op care at the hospital. So they said, you know what, we're gonna do it ourselves. And um, they've been incredibly successful. Uh, there's other 
providers and physicians in the area that are kind of modeling practices after theirs. And it's really cool to see, honestly. It really is. And we get referrals all the time from them where they've got, you know, colleagues that they've had interacted with at the hospital are like i'm ready to leave and they come our way for marketing which is fantastic right yeah they say that you know i've had enough of the bureaucracy and i'm out yep and and then they go the independent route but you know that that's one example um and and then again you know in depending on different regions we've seen the complete opposite where they say i can't compete anymore this this makes the most sense for me or this is my exit strategy and this is how i'm going to retire and that's perfectly okay too um, and, and I think that, um, you know, we were kind of talking about this earlier and, and you had some good advice for people that were straddling the fence and not really sure like what to do. Yeah, I think like I hear it all the time because I, I participate in a lot of high level conversations with doctors and CEOs to these practices, usually the big ones. And it's always on the radar. Like, should we remain independent? Should we go the route of letting the hospitals acquire us, especially if you have some older doctors, sometimes that's easier. Or should you go the route of, you know, becoming a super group or getting some private equity funding? And it doesn't really matter what the route is that you choose. Um, you got to do what's right for you. And also stop worrying about competing with who's out there because there's not enough hours in the day to worry about what other people are doing. It's good to know what other people are doing. It's good to pay attention to what other people are doing, but you're not going to compete with all that money. All you can do is focus on yourself. What is that phrase? Like you do you? You do you. Just you do you. Like focus on patient care treat your employees well, treat your patients well, focus on growing your practice, spend dollars and energy on marketing your practice because you always wanna be part of the conversation and relevant and somebody out there is always gonna be looking for an alternative to a place that's owned by a business or a place that's owned by a hospital. And I think more and more the trend is that consumers are a lot more savvier than they used to be. And you know, there's more and more groups out there that are talking about it's less expensive to get my health care at a private practice versus going to the hospital or going somewhere else. And we're seeing a lot more as it relates to pricing transparency. We're seeing a lot more, um, especially in the muscular skeletal space, where it makes sense to work directly with employers. Everybody's paying attention to the cost of health care. And we all know from a practice side what's driving the cost of health care. It's not your independent practice. Yeah. And adding to that, uh, one of the most common questions that were asked is like, well, w what happens if the hospital buys my number one referrer or what happens like my referrals are going away? What do I do? And um, I think the, the number one thing that you can do is create kind of a plan to own that first party data. And what that means really is build your list. So don't just rely on another practice sending you patients. I mean, obviously that's super important, um, but if that goes away, you don't wanna be caught you know, without a paddle essentially. Mm -hmm. So uh, whatever you can do to kind of build your own list of patients to market to, that's gonna insulate you a little bit. If you do wanna stay independent and you don't wanna become a super group and you don't wanna go the PE route or the hospital route. Well, and you don't, I mean, go to sports. I mean, when you play sports, you don't want to, you don't really care where the ball is. You care where the ball's going. Mm -hmm. So, you know, healthcare is changing. Right. We know healthcare delivery is changing. We know that consumers, I mean, we're in this whole new era of consumerism again. You know that it's different. So how can you get to where it's going and not where it is? We were just talking yesterday about these companies out there that are finding out ways to deliver 
healthcare directly to consumers. And if you're not part of that organization for them to send you referrals, then where are you going to be? Right. And so what can you do to be part of that? Exactly. Exactly. If what's the saying? If you're uh, not at the table, then you're probably on the menu. Yeah, right? If you don't seriously. have a seat at the table, yeah. you're on the menu. So don't worry about the hospitals and don't worry about private equity. I'd actually be more concerned about practices who are super groups being run by private equity at this point than hospitals because hospitals are a giant like like ocean liner it's hard to turn them private equity is a little more nimble but they're also coming in cleaning up turning a profit getting out they're not going to stay there for the long term and so you got to like have a long game of where the ball's going to be being there not be where you are yeah exactly and and private equity again to your point they want quick results yeah. they they need to get back to their shareholders and their stakeholders and say look we we've found that this uh there was there's value to be had we turned it around and now we're out yeah so absolutely i think there's a there's a lot here to unpack and there's still more but i think at the end of the day you can only you can only do you and you know you can deliver great work that's why you got into medicine in the first place and the rest of it is just be a smart business person and focus on yourself and look to the future not to the past absolutely awesome with that i'm jennifer i'm Corey. we'll see you next time on the doctor marketing tips show thanks a bunch thanks guys Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.